1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com.
2: Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Before we begin, if you like what you hear on Mile High Report Radio Podcast, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcast.
0: You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work.
2: Adam, has
1: Aaron Rodgers been traded to the Denver Broncos yet? No, he has not.
2: Rodgers, watch. That's <laughs> just... We just should have like a banner or something that just, or we just should, like a, should be able to hit a button. It just goes Rogers watch. Cause that's what we're all doing is just watching Aaron Rodgers, which is exactly what everybody did for Kenny Maine's last appearance on sports center. They all tuned in, especially those of us in Broncos country to watch Aaron Rodgers talk about singing and uh, just kind of commiserate with his buddy, Kenny Maine. It's not that to me, that one's weird. Like he's, Friends with Kenny Maine and, and I don't have a problem with them being friends but that sort of struck me as a little bit strange so just like he's friends with Marshawn Lynch Kenny Maine is friends with Marshawn Lynch he's friends with Aaron Rodgers he's friends with all these people he's supposed to cover them but instead he's their buddy and I, it was fun to watch but uh, I also think it was kind of telling I thought Aaron Rodgers said more things than he wanted to about his current situation but I also don't know that he said anything that any of us didn't already know
1: I think in terms of Kenny Maine, is there anyone
2: else who could tell
1: Aaron Rodgers F you and walk off? (laughs)
2: That's a really good point. You know, it's funny. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to tangent here and and you're just going to have to live with it. Kenny Maine leaving sports center is kind of the end of me feeling like I have to watch sports center. Uh, Kenny Maine was like the Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen and, yeah, Keith Oberman, like he was the Sports connection. God. Yeah, he was the connection back to those guys. And I know SVP you got Scott Van Pelt still there, but I feel like Scott Van Pelt was the beginning of the next generation. Whereas Kenny Maine was a part of that—that that awesome '90s. This is Sports Center. Those guys were, those guys were the reasons that we wanted to watch Sports Center. And so, not to take us away from talking about the Broncos, but. Seeing Kenny Mayne move on after Rich Eisen went off to great success with his radio show, one of the best in the business, in my opinion. I love Rich Eisen's show. Following in the footsteps of Dan Patrick, who I think also has an incredible radio show, and they have made their mark in other ways. Obviously, Rich Eisen on the NFL Network as well. I'm excited to see where that goes for Kenny Mayne. But also, you know, you kind of get a little bummed, like, well, I guess I don't need to. uh, There's nothing pulling me into SportsCenter anymore.
1: And as for Aaron Rodgers, I, the thing that I, that I think about him is that he doesn't do anything by accident. He knew exactly what he was doing when he did that interview yesterday. He knew exactly what he was saying. He put it out there. And as you said, it's not anything that we didn't already know, but I think it just hammers home the fact that if you watch that interview, you do not get the impression he has ever going back to Green Bay.
2: Yeah, I think he's fine with either being traded or retiring. And again, he's got that Jeopardy money. And I, I know that sounds like a joke, but it's there if he wants it. You know it is. The other thing that I I sort of caught myself doing or, or thinking about was what happened after the NFC Championship game. And if you think back to after the loss in the NFC Championship game, in his post-game presser, he talked about the end of an era. He kind of, he, he hinted at possibly not being back and, and a lot of people, myself included. And so I will, I, you know, I will admit that I missed on this. He talked about not wanting to be back. And most of us said, ah, that's a guy who lost and his, his head's not where it would normally be. And I think if, if I'm not mistaken and people can correct me, I think you were the one who was sort of on the same, like Aaron Rodgers doesn't say things that Aaron Rodgers doesn't mean, and so I will give you a I lot of credit I said that after there.
1: he said that in the NFC Championship
2: Exactly. Game. You were exactly one of those people. And there were other people who also sort of jumped on that. And I was sort of the, there's no way. He's, you know, he's angry. He's upset. We all say things when we're upset and that's what happens. Not after watching him on Kenny Mayne's show, the, the last sports center for Kenny Mayne, not after hearing some of the things that he has talked about. And the thing that, that struck me was... Uh, the idea that winning that MVP messed this whole thing up. It messed it up for the Packers. Absolutely. It might have messed it up for the for the Broncos. Who knows? It might have messed it up for Aaron Rodgers. He played too well. He played too well, and now he's maybe stuck in a situation that he doesn't want to be in, and the Packers are sitting there like, oh, we wanted to get rid of you. Why did you play so well? It's, a, it's, it's kind of funny the way that played out.
1: It was basically like Aaron Rodgers giving them the finger, like, oh, you're going to draft Jordan Love? You think I'm going to be done after this season? Nah, I'm going to go out and win MVP. That's pretty much what – I mean, that's exactly what he did because I think it's clear the Packers thought that Rodgers was done and they were going to move on after this year. And pro football focus, Rich Eisen has said it. Basically, everyone has said that Aaron Rodgers thought he was going to be done in Green Bay after 2020, and that's why we are in this situation now. We are still on Aaron Rodgers' watch. Almost a month later, it's, and I, I, I still have the same feeling that I did when we all thought it was going to happen the night of the draft. I still think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the next quarterback of the Denver Broncos, and I think it's just we're about a week away. I think the, what what is interesting in terms of the news of all of this is now the teams have reported for OTAs, the beginning of organized team activities. Adam Schefter said that Aaron Rodgers has not missed OTAs throughout his career. And he's over in Hawaii, probably hanging out with Willie Nelson and
2: Woody Harrelson, probably, you know, and playing the guitar. He wasn't hiding it. Right. That was something that he wasn't. He wasn't necessarily hiding. And I know the NFL rules have changed and policies and and states and whatnot. And there's a whole, you know, I don't want to get into the whole legalized situation, but he wasn't sitting there going, "Uh, no, I'm not. He was like, yeah, I'm having a great time and good for him if that's what he wants to do. I have no problem with that. He's an adult. And if those are the choices that he makes, I feel like great, whatever. But no, you're absolutely another reason
1: why he wants to come to Colorado.
2: I mean, it couldn't, it couldn't hurt any, whatever, whatever we need to do, whatever we, and obviously I'm not in Colorado, you know, I don't live there anymore, but whatever we need to do to convince him that Colorado is a beautiful place. We need to do that. I mean, Peyton Manning has made his home in Colorado after spending only f- four years with the Denver Broncos and five years, Is it five years. Oh my gosh, it's happening to me. It's all going so fast. The, the whole idea though, of Aaron Rodgers playing himself into this situation is funny to me. And part of what makes it funny to me is the down years that he was having. Think, of, think about the down years, right? I'm going I'm I'm to do air quotes here because how could those be down years for anybody? His down years were career years for some of the top players in the NFL. And so the Packers looked at that and thought, oh, he's on the decline. That, that to me is, is maybe just as big a part of this story as anything else. His down years – were just fine, but they convinced the Packers that he was on a a downward trajectory, and so they made plans, right? They started looking elsewhere. They got antsy. It's the Packers who got uncomfortable with their situation and felt, felt the fire under their seat. But I would make the argument here, sort of counter to what I've been saying, that the Packers could work this in their favor. If the Packers had traded him after the 2019 season, I would I would guess that they probably would have gotten a couple of first round picks because he wasn't the MVP and he was on sort of a downward trajectory. Now he's on a bit of an uptick with that MVP award. If I'm the Packers, I am making some serious demands because we're happy to roll into the next season with the with the reigning MVP. We're happy to bring him along and keep him happy and, and leave him here. And, and that'd be great. So, if you want him to be in Denver, we're looking for something significant, something bigger than what you would have given for a Deshaun Watson. And trading for Deshaun Watson was trading for a franchise quarterback for the next 10 to 12 years. Trading for Aaron Rodgers, you're looking at five years. I, I still think, and, and so they could use this to their advantage if they wanted to
1: the problem with that is there's no market for him because you're not going to trade him to the nfc there is no way i mean for all the wrong that the packers have done with this and how they've handled the aaron rodgers situation i mean just give him the benefit of the doubt that you're going to draft a quarterback so tell him tell him hey we're going to draft a quarterback and we're going to trade up in the first round to do it don't let it be don't let it come out through the draft and that's how he finds out about it Because that's how you break trust. And as Aaron Rodgers said on Kenny Mayne, it's the people who make an organization. So if you treat people with respect and you you treat them with trust, that is what leads to successful organizations. But there's no way the Packers are trading Aaron Rodgers in the NFC. Just not going to happen. They're not going to want to face Aaron Rodgers in the NFC playoffs or potentially in the NFC championship game. In terms of the AFC – Who needs Aaron Rodgers? He's not going to go to Vegas. They're not even close to being in contention. They don't have the pieces to potentially give to Green Bay. Who else? It's not going to be Houston because Aaron Rodgers will be like, no, I'm not going there. So you're going to have the Broncos bid against themselves?
2: I get it. I I totally understand. I just think that this is – that this is really their only recourse. If you're the Packers, your only recourse here is he's the reigning MVP. We want, we want a boatload. And, and we have said that that we would be willing to not just sell the farm, but, but give up the rights to the to the concessions and the parking lot tickets as well. If it meant, you know, getting, getting Aaron Rodgers, because that's what we said we'd give up for Deshaun Watson and I firmly believe that I'm happy to have the next five years of Aaron Rodgers over whatever the Denver Broncos currently are putting together at quarterback. And the reason that I'm willing for that, willing to do that as a fan, the reason that I'm willing to mortgage the future, which some people would say they did for Peyton Manning, but they really didn't because that was a free agent signing. This really would be mortgaging the future. But the reason you're willing to do that if you're the Denver Broncos is that over the course of the next five years, you are immediately a Super Bowl contender. You are immediately a front runner for the AFC West. You are not sitting there fighting, scratching, clawing and after 5 seasons of losing to the Kansas City Chiefs over and over and over again and being at the bottom of the of, of the division and not even sniffing the playoffs and having really no shot whatsoever. As a fan, I'm hungry for that quarterback play and I am willing to sacrifice what, what we have called glorified second-round picks because you know you're picking 31st or 32nd every time when Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. I'm willing to have, take them. Take as many as you need. Here's Bradley Chubb. I'm fine with that. I know I'm wearing my orange rush just like you are. I, they can find another guy to rush opposite of Von Miller. I, I'm I'm tired of wasting the talent on this team, and that's why it's imperative that the Broncos do something. There is so much talent. There is so much going on on the offensive side and the defensive side of the football that not having a legit quarterback in place is wasting this franchise, is wasting the talent, and is costing a a little bit of glory. And it's giving us headaches and making it boring, which is why they don't have any primetime games, making it boring to watch the Broncos.
1: And for the first time in nearly 30 years, they're not going to be on Monday night football. It was 29 years, 29 straight years that the Broncos were on Monday night football, but Hey, we got another quarterback competition.
2: <laughs> I was trying to find a nice analogy for it. Uh, pillow fight feels like it's maybe overused. It's, it's, it, it's like watching two kindergartners argue about uh, you know, who gets the last cracker or something like that. When there's three crackers sitting there, you're going to argue over who gets the last one when there's three there. Come on. I mean, it, this is it's like Billy Madison against O'Doyle. O'Doyle rules, but let's, let's not forget O'Doyle rules, but I have a feeling something's coming to him real soon. So we got a Billy Madison nice, reference. Nice in Nice play there. How about that? I'm excited. You know why? That was fun.
1: i be happy because she hates Adam Sandler.
2: I don't understand that. That doesn't sound like English. She hates Adam Sandler. She does. Wow. I mean, there are people out there who hate Adam Sandler, I guess, but they, I don't understand why. He's just out having a good time. He turned goofy jokes into an empire and has become, you know, the the face of goofy jokes. I don't know. Are you gonna hate a guy for that? I don't know. I don't get that.
1: Well, he did lead to Jimmy Fallon.
2: Okay. I guess I I'll,
1: could do I could do without Jimmy Fallon.
2: Yeah, he's not my favorite. I really I don't have a problem with him. He's not my favorite, but I don't have a problem with him. Again, I, you know, some of those guys, they're just goofy. Like, I just, I just don't even care. They're just, they're just goofy. I, as 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 late night talk shows go, I'm not one to turn on Jimmy Fallon, although I don't watch many of them anyway. So, what are you going to do? How, where have we, where are we?
1: Let me check my background here. We completely got derailed with that one.
2: Spinning around, slamming into you how the walls. much we want to
1: talk about this quarterback. I know
2: you mentioned it and I was like, let's talk about something else, but we should, we should. We should talk about Drew Locke because there was a bit of a, uh, uh, what do we want to call it? Um, PR. I was, sure. We'll call it PR. It, and and it got people in Broncos country excited. Drew Locke worked with Peyton Manning. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. He okay. Did
2: last year too. Yeah. I, he's eight. Hey, okay. And not he only did some but, film study. Yeah. Was it, what was it like two, eight hours of film study and a couple of sessions. were I mean,
1: there's two sessions, I think 10 hours or something like that. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> Literally.
1: I mean, I, I'm glad he did it, but sure.
2: I, I'm not rooted. Rock Osweiler worked yeah. with Peyton Manning too, right? I for mean, years, actually for several years for, you know, for a while. And then couldn't even, you know, could, couldn't could do it. Let's just say he couldn't do it. You know, I don't, and I don't begrudge Drew Locke his potential success. I hope he is successful. And until Aaron Rodgers, is with the Broncos. If that, if that happens, great. If it doesn't happen, your hopes and dreams are are locked in, if you will. And so for at least a year, for at least a year. And and honestly, I mean, I guess the question then becomes, would you rather they go into the season, just throwing Drew Locke out there and hoping that he has that Josh yeah. Allen, like meteoric rise, or are you going to say, let's throw Teddy Bridgewater out there and hope for, uh, you know, nine and, eight season the, the the numbers things got me messed up because you got to add a year add a game in it's like wait a minute what what would be a, a seven and seven and ten is possible now like, it's At least it can't be
1: eight and eight anymore which is like a soccer tie
2: it is it's essentially a soccer tie but there's no more seven and nine jeff fisher stuff going on you gotta what is the new jeff fisher i think it's i think the new jeff fisher has got to be eight and nine right is that is yeah. that the new jeff fisher the Fisher. new Jeff Fisher. He's He will forever be known as one under 500.
1: I think the key with this quarterback competition, if it's really a quarterback competition, whoever wins. Whoever wins the quarterback competition is your starting quarterback. And if Drew Locke cannot beat – he cannot beat out Teddy Bridgewater, I think that says everything there is to know about Drew Locke. Teddy Bridgewater isn't exactly Patrick Mahomes – He's not exactly Justin Herbert. So I think if it's a true competition, that's who the starting quarterback is. And I have no idea who's going to win the competition. To be honest, I don't really care because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Now, if it doesn't happen, check on me because I'm probably not going to be that interested in watching the Denver Broncos in 2021.
2: That's a, you know what? You, that statement right there is really interesting. As, as lifelong fans, and, and we are, we are lifelong fans, born and raised in Greeley, Colorado, where the Denver Broncos used to hold their training camp. The, the Denver Broncos are ingrained in our personalities and in who we are. Uh, I mean, my, my students know I'm a huge Bronco fan. Everybody knows that, that I know that, that I am bleeding orange and blue and all of those wonderful things because it's just part of who I am. I, it is going to be hard on Sundays to get up for this team, to, to get excited and to want to watch whatever product it is they put on the field if they fail to put a quarterback out there that can make this offense work, that can give this team a chance to win. And it goes back to the same thing we've been talking about, that irrelevancy that that NFL franchises will find themselves in when they have an extended period of – lackluster to poor play that keeps them out of the playoffs and keeps them out of the mix. And there are certain teams that the NFL will ignore those things for, right? The Cowboys, for example, because that's America's team, whatever the giants the jets those are east coast teams the 49ers 49ers on the on the left coast right when you go out to the west you have the raiders because they're one of those franchises right as much as i hate the raiders they're going to get play even when they're bad just because they're the raiders and they have that image the pittsburgh steelers i think avoid some of that as well teams like the browns teams like the bills teams like the tennessee titans teams like the Denver Broncos. Unfortunately, if you're not good, you're now irrelevant and nobody cares. I, I, it, there are more franchises that if you're not good, people will stop watching than if you are. Part of it is market and part of it is history, right? The market is is important and then the history is important as well. And it doesn't matter what the Broncos' history is. They're not an original franchise. They're, they're not a team that... Other, you know, other teams are that excited about other than say the Raiders or the chiefs. I don't even, do the chargers get excited about anything? I have no, no idea. No. I, I don't believe they're a real football team. I don't care who Justin Herbert is until they do something in the playoffs. I, I, I don't believe they actually exist. We have reached peak charger season, by the way, I guarantee it. People are picking them for the playoffs as we speak just because they're the chargers. So it does become a concern with this franchise that until you put a product on the field that people are going to want to watch, you're going to start pushing guys like us away. Guys who grew up going and watching Elway throw touchdown passes at training camp, right? Getting autographs from scrubs because you were just so excited that they were wearing pads. I don't mean scrubs in a bad way, but just camp bodies, right? Can not have your autograph? I mean, kids get so excited about those things. And I remember being one of them that, that's going to disappear a little bit. And I know there's a lot of us out there that are going to watch anyway, but it's going to get, it's the stadium's not going to be full sometimes and it's not going to be because of COVID restrictions.
1: I'll watch, but that doesn't mean I have to like what I'm watching because that's been the case for the last five years. I mean, come on. I, I mean, this is, in five years of irrelevancy, this is our second quarterback competition. I feel like we're in the upside down and we're doing it all over again. It's just, come on. It's That's frustration cycle.
2: on my part. No, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. It happens. And the, and the worst part is the defense. Ooh, this defense is going to be good. Especially Von Miller coming back. I mean,
1: you've said this repeatedly. He was going to be a beast last year. He's going to be a beast this year. I, I just, how long are we going to continue to go down this road?
0: You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire.
2: Huh?
0: Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?